Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Teb Talks. This is my fortnightly podcast where I get together with friends and basically fabulous women. And today I'm joined by exactly that. <laughs> Welcome to Fabian's World. Welcome, Fabs. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? So, a bit of a quick intro as to why I think you're bloody great. Well, I mean, what doesn't she do? She's a DJ, she's a fashion stylist, she's a model, and basically all round unicorn babe. Yay. <laughs> So, today we want to talk about what it feels like to make that leap from leaving your nine to five mm-hmm. to go and do it alone, basically. Okay. Um, there's definitely a huge increase, particularly in women, young women between the ages of 25 and 45, who are taking that leap away from traditional employment and taking their independence back and becoming freelance um, and essentially working for themselves. Yeah, definitely. I think people are trying to find that balance now, aren't they? Lots of people live to work and work to live. Or, and I think, basically, for me, I think work just started affecting my health a lot. And I wasn't able to do lots of things that I wanted to do. And I was like, I don't want to get to 30 or 40 and not realise I've completed or anything that I've wanted to do. So I uh, didn't want to be another cog in someone else's wheel. And <laughs> Love it. How so, did you make that leap then? Because it's quite daunting. I think when mm. you're really unhappy at work... It's really scary to let go of that permanent paycheck, even if yeah. it destroys your soul to be at that desk. Um, I think that's where it starts, isn't it? You have to um, 
your want for something different needs to override that worry for stable income coming in. You know, I've always been renting. Um, I haven't lived at home. People are quite lucky that they can do that in order to change a career, but I've always rented. And I, what's, but what I did was I would take days off to do things like the DJing, like the styling, um, like other marketing for different clients. Um, take days off work or do it in the evening like people always think oh how have you always used to say how have you got the time for it and the thing is because you've got to make the time if you want change you need to make that time and so I would after work be working on other projects till you know 12 1 in the morning or whatever and then get up for work the next day and I'd start doing it for a couple of months and realizing that I could strongly now make change over so you were quite clever about straddling the two like because like you often see um you know see really successful entrepreneurs and sort of freelancers particularly in your creative fields you often see it positioned as if one day they quit everything and walk straight into being like one of the world's biggest influencers when actually it's a bit gradual like absolutely it's gradual i mean even people that have massive business plans and start businesses yes they have their husbands you know when i've looked into um big startup companies they originally had you know husbands investment whatever but they still had to have their plan in place you can't just suddenly go oh, i don't want to come into work one day let's start something <laughs> I mean, else yeah you can but it probably wouldn't be good for <laughs> no, the old exactly bag yeah yeah i think it you you have to be sensible about it um and that's that's where kind of doing both for a time even if it is a couple of months um, will be worth it in the end because I- how did you cope with the exhaustion because I I some I mean I obviously have a side hustle I mean this being one of them um, it's all about the hustlers babe it is about the hustle, <laughs> but it's that it's making that leap when you're trying to motivate yourself to make it um, financially lucrative because often it's basically not at the beginning is it it's a yeah, re- and it's I'm- exhausting trying to balance the two and I just think what's a good bit of advice you can give our listeners in terms of being able to like motivate yourself and that's the thing I think e- now that I'm freelance I have to have the gym it gives me some kind of um reason to get up and I'm a night owl so for me having to work during the day and then at the nine to five and then working on my other stuff in the evening was fine but yeah I think um you've got to just be able to have that drive really I think what you were able to do really well is take um a passion of yours I was listening to a really good podcast recently about a sort of balancing your career your creativity versus basically getting paid and one of the things that one of the ladies said in it was that she was always told by her parents, so why don't you just do this as a hobby? And actually, yeah, it's not your so, hobby, it's your life. Exactly. This is you. I think one, one of the main things that I, you know, started on the career I wanted to go on and, and um, rather than falling into a job and moving away from the nine to five um, was because I didn't want my job to be like, oh, God, work, I hate Mondays. You know, I want to enjoy every day. I want to be able to be like, yes, I'm getting up and there's something that I'm doing today I want to do. I didn't want my life to be a drag, you know. 
Um, and I think it's definitely a generational thing. Yes, my mom, for sure. Yeah, my, like, she's so creative, and you know, she she makes clothes for people. She she makes flower arrangements, cakes for weddings, and I'm always like, Mom, why didn't you just start a small business? And she's like, Oh no, 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 this is a hobby. I like this is a hobby, and it's like, No, <laughs> why not do what you love yeah, and make money from it exactly. and have like the boring sort of nine to five or whatever it is that you need to pay the bills to be the side side hustle and not the other way around yeah exactly or do less of it you know she she does a, um she works three days a week in a school like take that down to one and make the the, the hobby something more permanent, permanent. Yeah. yeah um it takes i think it takes a lot of guts to be able to do that yeah i think so um I've got so many. I've got friends who are so stressed out in the jobs that they're doing, and I always say to them, "Start your own company." You know, company. I mean, I've been having this. I think all my friends would understand. For me to finally take the plunge and officially work for myself is something that I've been going through that torment for at least five years. <laughs> yeah, and look where I am. <laughs> yeah, but you have. I think you. I think you've got it in you. You've just got. It's sort of sometimes you. You've got to be prepared. But you've just got to do it. I think what you're very good at, though, and even from, I mean, we, me and you, Fabs, we started working together, what, maybe seven years ago? No, I can't believe it. It's so far um, I saw a memory on Facebook, it was like six years ago. Yeah. And we were, I was oh my like, God, what? was that like Camden Beach? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a really long time we were working for the same brand. And I just remember the way you spoke about what you wanted to do. And that was when you were first starting to make that transition. So really, it's taken, you know, a long time for you to build up your portfolio. But you were so focused then about your commitment to the projects you're working. You're working very heavily, doing a lot of styling and really, really getting into the DJing as as a much more permanent uh, fixture. But what you were always so good at, which I'm so envious of, is saving. Ah, I know you do don't think, think you are. Yeah, yes. so, someone else said this to me the other day, and I'm like, really? And I just, and I always remember that you're very pragmatic about it. So the first thing you do before you do anything, buy anything, book anything, is put something away, and then you like. Yeah, party. I mean, <laughs> I, I think I don't know when the last time I put something away was, but I, yes, you know what? Back then, yeah, I definitely did did start putting because I didn't have any savings you know I don't have mummy and daddy to rescue me so if I did want to make the leap I need to have I mean I saw something the other day that an entrepreneur said or freelancer said you should have at least three months wages in your account before Before. you you do make take the plunge Mm, you should have even if it's like a month and a half two months yeah and I think that's a really good practical tip to walk away with I think that if you're working, regardless of what you do, regardless of what your ambition is, it's always really healthy. I mean, I am preaching and I don't practice. <laughs> um, it's always a really good thing to have at least, my mum always used to say that as well, at least three to six months savings. But you know, you, you never can, know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know. But the thing is, you could all, you, there are so many temp jobs out there. Even yeah. if you're, I, I knew, I remember when we were working that brand we had like these really hot <laughs> they cut you know they come in and they do the envelopes what they call temps come in yeah, yeah. and um they would they would you know be packing envelopes for a couple they of days a week providing but they were really hot and i remember being like what do you do yeah. yeah and and one of them was a dj <laughs> you know and i was just and then and we you know start talking about that but everyone's got to have a side hustle before they start making it ask anyone that's that started doing uh, lots of people are very lucky that they can live at home but if you're not 
do the temp job because you can do it for a few hours, a couple of days a week, and it means as you have to get into that mindset as well. Like I've got a friend, she works in retail, but she runs her own clothing business on the side on, on the internet. And you have to get into that mindset of not getting sucked into the nine to five yes. lifestyle because there are lots of people that live and work for that nine to five. That is their life. They gossip that, you know, everyone in there is, you know, it's a bit like Coronation Street. And you've got to be able to, if you are having to do a nine to five, just don't get sucked into all that that bullshit basically if you, know? you don't want it then don't invest yeah, just so heavily I exactly think. take do your job and, and leave and know that you've got that's not your life you you've got other other more important things to concentrate on and i think sometimes people get disheartened because they they get caught up in that world and it's like wanting to be part of that culture but actually what you've been really strong about saying all the way through is like focus a hundred percent on what you want yeah be and you really can still people actually you know People respect um, you more when you're not getting in so involved with everyone else's business, you know, because it's, yeah, just keep positive rather than being dragged down by other people. And staying really focused on the fact that you're there just to collect that page. And there are, I think that's the thing, what you also just mentioned there is there is definitely a place for work or roles that are not would not require such a strong personal investment yes so you know you may have gone to uni and got two degrees but you know what your end goal is and you've not lost sight of that so being prepared to go in and muck in and do the like box packing and envelope stuffing yeah you know just getting you to your end goal and do not be afraid to take to step out of the corporate world and take a little shop job in order to spend more time on what you want to invest in, you know, whether it's uh, you and your business or a different type of job like I've done. I think that's one of the nice things about our generation, though, and hopefully the generations underneath us uh, um, have that same approach to their careers. Yeah. Um, And I think that's that distinction between what is work and what is your career. Like, work is there to pay the bills, and that can take many guises in your career, whereas your career is sort of that that big picture it's like the end goal yeah that that allows you to be you and to live and want to you know be alive I suppose um it's it's so funny I was I was watching something this morning about um uh millennials that um they don't have you know they work from abroad have you seen it yes and they're in Bali yeah what do they call them when they they don't oh the traveling ones um and it was so funny because you saw all the comments on Facebook you could see from older generations were like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this, but they're not paying the taxes, blah, blah, blah. And actually it's like, no, it's okay to be able to work from, from wherever from anywhere. you want. It's just such an institutional idea that we have to sit at a desk. At- Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark office you know and and crack on with a nine to five lots of people don't their brain doesn't like working nice but I know I'm better in the afternoons to late evening yeah which is the complete opposite for me I mean (laughs) like three o'clock sorry boss and uh, not a lot happens after (laughs) that 
Uh, whereas I'm very fresh. Like I get up at about five, five thirty every day, and I like that's where my like really creative. My ideas mm. pen down. Might go back to sleep, but then I'll wake up and then go and do my work day. So it's like just knowing the different yeah, times. That, that's the thing. I think as a freelancer now, I use the gym to get me up. So I like I'll get up early early for the gym because otherwise, I, yeah, it's just not <laughs> gonna happen. Yeah. So and then also once you've done that, you're up, you're awake, you're you know, and, and there's so many hours before midday. If you can get up before, at six o'clock and crack on with with work till till midday, like. You've got a whole, basically, working day there before your before lunch. You, I you think know? that's so... And I, I mean, a lot more employers are moving more towards that. I know um, the company that I work for, they're incredible uh, when it comes to flexible working. But I just feel like it's not so much the big businesses that don't support it. It's still the sort of archaic people yeah, in positions of power inside them that haven't quite oh my gosh, caught abreast yeah, of that exactly. way of working. Absolutely. And because they feel weird about doing it they don't like other people exactly yeah. I mean there's definitely a generation I'd say just the one above ours that they don't seem to understand that flexible means, means flexible yeah. and it's not just for people with kids yeah because I think in all honesty it goes back to potentially when they've had to work from home they're not actually working from home you know I've seen that happen yeah. in the past you know, the, and it becomes this thing where it's like a bit of a oh she's working from thing. home yeah but, I mean and one of the things you said it's really crucial I know when I work from home I get up and I have all my tech in my room and it's probably really awful but I would literally not even get out of bed and have because done three hours to work yeah. it out. yeah I totally agree whereas that would have been three hours wasted like getting up mm. having a shower having yeah. breakfast watching Good Morning Britain you know by the time I would have got to work I've already completed doing tasks yeah. if I was at home exactly yeah um, and it's just finding the right kind of um, team around you that understand how to get the best out of you I think lots of people now, especially our generation and generation below us, are knowing that it's their life. You know, I know it sounds silly, but YOLO. You know, yeah. you've only got one life. So let's make the most of it. I think that's literally how the way to, to live. It really is. So I have quite a few friends who are freelance, journos mainly, um, and their biggest struggle is the isolation, just how lonely yes. it can be at home. Yes, I get and that. you're part of sort of lots of groups, and you're quite good mm. at going out and finding projects with other groups of people. Yeah. Is it's, that something you've strategically done, or it's, is it... It's so... I get a lot of work through my Instagram. Um, yeah, there's lots of different kind of female empowerment, little, I suppose, use that word, tribes, but yeah, I guess when you I like are, the word tribe. Yeah, I mean, when you are freelance, it is good to have support because you are all going crazy if you're having to work from home lots of freelancers I've kind of seemed to have got balance sometimes I work from home sometimes I will go and go into a co-working space um, oh cool yeah. so do you pay for those or um, well what's started happening is I've DJed for people's certain co-working spaces summer parties and they're like part of the deal you can come and, and work from here and I'm like great um, but like you said it's it's that work for me that works if I've got meetings in the day then I can go to gym and then I'll crack on with that in the afternoon but otherwise I feel like I've spent hours getting up going having breakfast putting makeup on blah 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 blah, when I could just sit and work so you've got to find balance some days I work from home and then some days when I am working from home and my flatmate comes in I've got like verbal diarrhea I'm like (laughs) it's funny and you know it's it's you again you've got to find the balance you've got to know yourself and know okay i'm feeling a bit weird here go to the gym oh, i'm feeling a bit weird here go out for some drinks in the evening so we've got a few 
big takeaways. One, stay really focused on what it is that you are trying to achieve. So like, what is your complete end goal? Um, don't be afraid to sort of take on a means to pay the bills whilst yeah. you're focusing on your side hustle. And I think my best uh, tip that you've given us is actually to make that like gradual transition. So yes. actually using your annual leave um, yeah. and using those days to make um, build relationships and work on other build projects. the career you want to build. Exactly. And then one thing that I've always learned from you as well as saving what you can is always to not damage relationships with brands and people that you've worked with in the past. Yeah. Because as we both know very well, it's like the tiniest industry in the world yeah. that we work yeah. in. Yeah. Everyone I knows swear everyone. everyone. What is it? Six degrees of separation? No, there's probably about two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, absolutely key. Um, definitely, if you're... You've, you don't know when you're going to meet them on the way up or on the way down. You know, you have no idea. And sometimes, hopefully, you want them to kick you back up yeah. when you're down. Well, absolutely. I mean, the company we used to work for, I then ended up going back in freelance and them asking me to do um, some uh, art direction and styling work. I mean, that's them. brilliant. And you would yeah. never have thought so that funny. when you were in there. Absolutely. Yeah, like, and walking back in the chair. <laughs> so funny. Um, uh, yes, and that's the thing. You've you've got to because also the people you know in the fashion and beauty and, and music world, everyone swaps around. You don't know where they're going to be next. You could be in some another company and they're there, and and it's always good. I think ultimately, it sounds cliche. You just got to be positive. If you've uh, one main thing is if you have a positive um, outlook on things, people will always remember that. Yeah, it's not about yeah. being the biggest voice in the room. All the best. It's, this is what I've learned. Yeah. You know, it's, you're right. I think it definitely is about being positive. And actually, one of um, my old bosses, she always just used to say, "I don't really care what somebody's skills are. I just want them to be able to solve my problems." Yes. And it's just I'm that trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like whatever the situation, just give that person a solution to the problem. Yeah. Um, no matter how big or how small, and don't moan about it whilst you're doing it. Yeah. Just fix it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny though, like. People will always say, oh, my God, I, I just remember how you're always smiley. It's so funny. It's and, true, though. And you, it's, it, Beautiful yeah. smile, oh, Whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I think it's just about leaving a good impression with people. Because, like we said, you don't know when you're going to rub into them again. So about that um, fantastic smile of yours, <laughs> do you... This is my nice segue back to Instagram. Uh, was that a real big part in sort of your marketing approach for your Absolutely. brand? Absolutely. So obviously my background's fashion marketing. That's what I did when we worked together. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's brilliant to ha- be able to have that, um, see it from both sides. So, you know, I've done the marketing. I know what it looks like. But also being that brand that the marketeers are looking at. And definitely Instagram is, is what's really got me um, a lot of work. Um, lots of things like you know, and Twitter. I don't. I don't. I use You're Twitter You're not big on Twitter, much, are you? No. no. Um, but I feel like Twitter is more one of those platforms for the literary folk. It's become more of a platform yeah, for like writers. Absolutely. And I, I just feel like I don't have the time for it, especially because everything nowadays is so visual. I really it's like that that you said so that visual. though, because I think when people have their own brand or they work for themselves and they're starting out they feel like they have to do everything Everything, and actually just finding your platform I think just finding your platform finding your niche and going for it 
yeah. is actually more robust Definitely. and more, yeah. more lucrative for you. You've got to focus on things because, if, especially if you are doing like, you know, I don't believe in that phrase, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. I believe in the phrase, jack of all trades, master of all. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I have to. Um, but, you know, you, you've got to know what works for you. And, and because my careers are visual and because my uh, because we live in a visual world um, we are living so mu- <laughs> yeah. in a visual world well, yeah thanks <laughs> um, it's, it works so much better yeah so Instagram works really well for me um, it depends on what you want to show yeah, the public yeah that's just not part it? of your brand yeah mine is a lot of lot just like positive keep going yolo so just before we wrap up a few quick questions and i haven't i thought i mean i should have probably asked you before so they're going to be off the top of your head go what's your must-have piece for autumn winter 17 i'm actually wearing it today and it's really muggy outside so i don't know why it's because it was really cold this morning it was cold um i have got this painted black mat it's from it's a vintage saint michael one um, nice. Yeah, and it's as much as I love color, I love and I, I like rainbow colors and all that. I do love just monochrome, and um, yeah, I think it's going to be my key piece for AW. I think it's 17. quite nice to see you in monochrome as well because I you're you are synonymous with color to me because mm. you're always wearing like really bright pops of color. So get out there and get yourself a textured mat. Yeah, texture painting spooky that whole PVC look. Also. Um, Oh, I mean, it keeps coming in, but it's it's going to be, a, again, a key thing. Mixed metallics. Oh. It's because of all the, you know, if you look at what, what's out at the moment, it's like uh, Blade Runner 20, is it 2048 or something like that? It, all those type of sci-fi films are really coming, are really hot on at the moment. So I think it's definitely metallics. Capturing on to that. Yeah, yeah sure. I love a bit of metallics. Oh. Especially a metallic shoe. <laughs> Lastly, what is your, what was your biggest tune of the summer? You played all over. You played, what was oh, it? Oh, God. I mean, Secret Garden, Latitude. Yeah. All oh, those over vessels are so much fun. beauty brands. What was the biggest tune that you were? Oh, wild Thoughts, Rihanna. I'm, I'm not re- going to say Despacito. We all love uh, a bit of Riri. Yeah, you know, it's good, some good fun. I mean, you know, those kind of festivals, all the festivals are done have been great. Um, and also working for brands and stuff it's so it, you just got to keep things varied yeah and actually what you've done is really carve yourself a niche in your industry and I think one of the biggest things that I always get asked is how how have you been able to go and work like how have you been able to go and work for all those brands when you know it's, so many girls are after those jobs and guys are after those jobs and actually it's finding your niche yeah. in that industry and that's your USP and that's what works for yeah, you. Yeah, I think I've been lucky. It's kind of been one of those things that you do contact lots of brands. It works both ways. You, you contact brands but then they've kind of come to you or they've noticed that you've contacted them before. I guess they've just appreciated my style and seen what other type of work I've got and just gone with it like that. And again, it's also um, about keeping those contact, keep, keeping... Those relationships open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. So, listeners, for those of you ready to take the plunge, I hope you found some of that information useful. I'll be, of course, popping her deets up on a... I am a Twitter fan. <laughs> hey. So, yeah, I'll be popping her details up there. Um, and I'm looking forward to you joining me in the next fortnight. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. access me on Teb1 on Instagram or you can follow me on Twitter at Teb Moema. I'll be listening in. Bye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.